Welcome to the Courtney Gray Podcast, the show for women who are ready to create an even more amazing life than the one they have already lived. I'm your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you how to get what you want, how to get clarity, think bigger for your life, and realize you determine your happiness and purpose. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, episode 63, Your Body, What Are You Getting Good At? Well, hello. I'm so happy to have you here. And I'm excited to talk about what are you getting good at and specifically talking about your body. I think sometimes when people think about their bodies and wanting to make a change, so many people want to lose weight or get healthier or stop all the mind drama they have and all the 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 time they're putting into thinking about food and what they're eating and and then kicking themselves in the butt after they eat because that's not what they said they were going to eat and all the going on and off diets and oh my goodness, it's so much and it all feels so big for so many people. Can you relate to this? It feels overwhelming, like it's so much work and so many people have tried in the past diets on, off, on, off, and they're just tired. So I hope this conversation will get you moving in the right direction and feel empowered to make a change today, even if it's just a small one. And we're going to talk about change, meaning like actual physical change, doing something different, but we're also more importantly, you know, what affects the change that we make physically is really the change we make mentally. So we're going to talk about both. And if you start by making even a small change, what happens is you gain confidence and you start to believe that things could be different this time. Our little daily habits create our life. So all the things we do on repeat, we're getting better and better at doing them every day. And I'm going to say this again, our little daily habits create our life. They make up our life. So all the things we're doing on repeat, we are getting better and better every single day by doing them. And I think of like brushing our teeth. We're all masters at brushing our teeth. We do it every day. We've been doing every day. Yeah, probably at least starting when we we're 17, 18, 19. Sometimes when we're kids, we're not as good. But we, we are masters now at brushing our teeth. We are masters at walking at a certain pace. So many of us have like a, a certain cadence that we walk at, right? And so many of us are getting really good and better and better every day at watching TV or checking social media. And now please know that I am including myself in all of this. I can watch Scandal like nobody's business. I can check me some Instagram like nobody's business. But I love saying little daily habits because it reminds me that if you can make even a small change in how you're living, it can really start to have a big impact in your life. So if you're sitting there thinking, you're right, Courtney, I really am very good at watching reality TV, or I'm really good at being on Pinterest, or I'm really good at drinking wine, whatever it is, and you don't want to be as good at that anymore, then this is going to be a great podcast for you. So this is a powerful question to ask yourself. What are you getting good at? And is there anything right now that you would like to start getting better at than that thing? So maybe there's some things that you're really good at that you want to kind of back off on. And maybe there's some other things that you would like to start getting good at, start like to start building habits out of. The idea for this podcast came because I just recently decided to go back to the gym and I'm starting finally to get good at it. So since COVID, I, you know, when COVID started, we bought a, very quickly bought a Peloton and we have a bunch of weights and got even more weights. And I've been working out since 
COVID in our bedroom. It's been great for me. It's I it, when the weather's nice, I can walk outside or run, but I work out in our bedroom and I have seen a lot of gains in terms of muscle development and flexibility in my bedroom. But one of the the best examples of this is like I will do yoga. I, I will pull up a YouTube video. I've been doing yoga for so long that I, I'm feel I'm very good at it and I can do yoga. Just I could do it even by myself, but I love just pulling up a video and doing yoga in my bedroom. But I'm telling you, I went to a class the other day and it kicked my ass. And I think the reason is, is it was an hour long class. I usually do about a half hour in my bedroom. And you know how it is. We never push ourselves like someone else helps us, like someone else pushes us. So I decided I needed to go back to the gym. I used to love going to the gym. I would get up at like 4.30 in the morning and go to the gym five days a week. I used to love it. And now I love not getting up at 5.30 in the morning and going to the gym. But I've been going back to the gym. But at first, I really, really was resisting it. I wasn't good at it. I was good at staying home and working out in my bedroom. But I also now know that what's going to be better for me is going to the gym. So the first thing I do, and I'm going to give you kind of how my mind works so you can see yourself in this and apply some of these skills to what you're doing, what you're trying to make a change, is first I admitted to myself I want to go to the gym. Because one of the first things that happens when we're trying to make a change, like let's say you want to drink less wine. You're like, oh, you know what? I just want to be able to have one glass of wine. I don't want the calories from two or three glasses. I don't want to feel yucky in the morning. All the things, I just want to drink one glass. Admit to yourself that that's what you want. Because a lot of times what our primitive brain tries to tell us is, you don't really want that. Oh, it's too difficult. And we start to almost rationalize why it's not what we want, but it is what we want. So the first thing we need to do is admit to us, I want this. So I finally said to Courtney, you want to go to the gym for God's sakes. I signed up and it took me like two months to start going because I kept telling myself, oh, so here's what it is. I kept telling myself, oh, it's so much easier to just work out at home. And then I was telling myself, oh, what if I go to the gym, I'm going to see people I know and I'm very social and I'm going to end up talking to them and it's going to waste my time. Or if I go to the gym, I'm going to have to wait. Like if someone's on a machine and I'm going to have to try to find something else to do while I wait. And you know what? Some of these things are actually true. They're not just things I'm making up in my head. Some of those things are true. I went to the gym today and I saw my nephew who I'm in love with, who out of everyone in that gym, I want him to stop me. But it's still, when I started talking to him, I was actually walking to a leg press. I saw him, started talking to him, loved on him a bit, turned around, someone else jumped on the leg press. I'm like, Ugh! right? So some of these things are actually true, but we need to tell ourselves a different story. So first thing you need to tell yourself is you want this. And when you have all those other thoughts that creep up, oh, it's too much time and I don't really know and it's too much effort, you need to say to yourself, ah, I get it, brain. I get that you're bringing me all those other thoughts, but we've decided we want this. And you need to talk back to your brain. So really, I realized that I was telling myself a story that going to the gym was too much effort and it really took too long, waiting for machines, talking to people, all these things. And that was the story. And now I'm getting good at telling myself the story that the gym is exactly what I want to be doing. It is exactly what I need to reach my fitness goals. And even now that I've been going for about three weeks now, consistently, my brain keeps saying, oh, you should just work out in the bedroom today. You're probably going to see people and it's going to take too long. And this is what I do. Here's a little trick for you. When that happens, I say, of course, my brain is offering me that thought. 
I say, of course, and let me tell you, I've told you this before on the podcast, but let me tell you why. When you say, of course, it just right, right away, it just makes you kind to yourself. It makes it not a problem that your brain is offering you a different story. And it makes you go, it's okay that that story is there. It is okay that that story is there, that my, my brain wants to keep me here at the house because I know getting to my next level of fitness, I need to go to the gym. There's just heavier weights there. That's the bottom line. There's heavier weights there. So I need to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym. So the story changes. And when the old story is offered to me, I make it not a problem. Here are two things I want you to think about. What are you getting good at? But also what story are you getting good at telling yourself around this thing? So you're getting good at a lot of things. And before we go into maybe some things you want to change, I want you to think about something you're getting good at that you can be proud of. So maybe you are buying healthier foods. Maybe that the weather has started to change here in Northern California. The weather is changing. Maybe you've been getting outside and moving your body more. That's fantastic. Maybe you're getting good at going to bed earlier or drinking more water. Those things you're getting good at, you're getting better at those things. And so I want you to acknowledge those. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. We all need to be nicer to ourselves, acknowledge the things that we are doing well. I'm taking a moment to make sure you know that I work privately one-on-one with women to up-level their lives, to create an even more amazing life than the one they have been living. The women who hire me know that they want more. They want more clarity, more control, more joy, confidence, fun, money. They realize that they have tried it on their own and they're ready for next level coaching. If this is you, head to my website, CourtneyGrayCoaching.com. There's also a link in the show notes and schedule a consultation so we can talk about you creating the life of your dreams. I can't wait to help you. But now maybe there are some things that you've gotten really good at that are kind of keeping you stuck. That are things that you're like, I've gotten good at this and I don't want to be good at this anymore. Maybe that can look like for you sleeping in. Maybe it could look like telling yourself you don't have enough time. That is one of the biggest excuses I find that people tell themselves they don't have time for what they truly want. So anytime you find yourself saying, I don't have time, I want you to really try to be like, hmm, is that true? Is there another way to think about this? Overeating, is that something you've gotten really good at? Staying up late, late. I know a lot of people that are like, I just want to get to bed earlier, but they've gotten really good at staying up late. Maybe eating after dinner. There are so many people that they really self-sabotage their weight loss goals by eating after dinner. And if they could get to the point where they really overcome that, that would really help them in their goals. None of these things is innately bad, but if it's standing in the way of what you want for your life, then it's definitely time to look at it and do something about it. If you're doing something you really don't want to be doing and you're getting really good at it, it's time for a change. Think of the thing that you've gotten really good at that seems most problematic. You probably have a few of them. I think we all do. But what story have you told yourself around this thing that you do? Example, you might be wanting to lose weight and you know that you've gotten really good at going back into the pantry a few hours after dinner. Like even though you keep telling yourself you're not going to do that anymore, but you go back into the pantry or refrigerator or whatever after dinner. 
And what happens for a lot of my clients is that then they get really down on themselves right after they do it. And then they recommit tomorrow. They're going to be better. And there's going to be, you know, they all, it's always tomorrow's going to be better. And they, they want to feel good and they want to feel that hope, I think, for tomorrow. And it's like this vicious cycle that they go through. They tell themselves they're not going to do it. Then they tell themselves that they can do it. And then they regret and say they're going to do it again tomorrow the right way. So ask yourself this question, what story have you gotten really good at telling yourself? Let's say back to the example of eating at night, let's say you're watching TV and it's like one or two hours after dinner and you have an urge to eat again, right? We know you're not hungry. We know you have an urge to eat again. What do you say to yourself that has you going back into the kitchen? When we want to go back and eat, we're not eating out of hunger. We're eating because there's something else we're trying to achieve. We're trying to maybe feel less bored. We're trying to feel less lonely or we just are stressed and we have not been able to manage the stress. So we want to eat to make ourselves feel better. But I want you to slow it down and think, what do you say to yourself in that moment? This can also be hard sometimes because when we are kind of emotional eating, we do it a lot of times very quickly. And I say this from experience too. I know for me, when I am going to eat from boredom or from loneliness or stress or frustration, I do it very quickly. And it's almost like I think I do it very quickly so I can't stop myself. <laughs> What do you think of in that moment? And you might have to wait until it happens again and slow down and say, what am I thinking right now? For me, when I think back to when I used to do this all the time is I would think to myself, I'd be sitting on the couch and I would get up to eat something even after dinner, even sometimes after I had brushed my teeth. And I would say to myself, you ate a healthy dinner, you deserve a treat. And I would say it and I would walk very quickly into the kitchen and I would try in my mind to make it no big deal. This is no problem. This is no big deal. And the feeling that that would generate in my body was entitlement. And so I would think you ate a healthy dinner, you deserve a treat and I would feel entitled. And then I would grab some chips. I love me some tortilla chips or I would grab a cookie or whatever. When I really took the time to do this work and I figured out that that is what I was telling myself and I acknowledged the thought and then the feeling of entitled, it was a game changer for me because here's what ended up happening in that moment when I was sitting on the couch and I would stand up, I'd say, whoa, wait a minute, what are we doing here? And I would say, I ate a healthy dinner, I deserve a treat. And I would say, oh, of course, of course course, we are telling ourselves that story. We have told this story so many times. And it got to a point where I would actually sit down. If I was alone, I would sit down and I would put my hand on my chest again, a little bit corny, but I would put my hand on my chest and I would say, I totally have an urge to eat chips or to eat a cookie. And I can sit here for five minutes with this urge. And I could tell myself, even though I'm telling myself I deserve a treat, I don't want to eat after dinner. I've already made that decision and I can trust myself. But here is the key, everyone. If you know why you're getting good at something that you don't want to be good at, if you know why, if you know the story behind it, you can change the story. And so that's what I did there. I get, I get up off the couch and I used to go in and I would be like, I deserve this. And finally, one day I sat back down and said, whoa, 
what is happening here? I'm doing it again. Of course I'm doing this again. My brain has been telling me for years that if I eat healthy, that I deserve a treat. And that is not getting me to where I want to go. It is not a problem. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to allow the urge for the chips. And I will tell you, and I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on processing urges and allowing urges, because I'm telling you, if you decide I'm going to give myself 10 minutes and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to want those damn chips for 10 minutes, and I'm going to work on the story in my head. And I'm just going to go, this is so fascinating. It's happening again. And I'm going to envision where I'm trying to get to. And for you, maybe it's, you're trying to lose 20 pounds and you sit there and say, okay, I really want a second glass of wine, or I really want want a dessert. I really want popcorn, but I've done such a good job today. I want to feel proud. And so I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to physically allow the urge to want that thing. And it's okay. And I'm telling you, if you give yourself 10 minutes and you really talk to yourself again, talk to yourself the way you would talk to your child. If they were going through the exact same situation, empathize with yourself, be proud of yourself. Oftentimes, more times than not, nine out of 10, that urge will dissipate and you will be so proud of yourself. In fact, I encourage you to then celebrate yourself and be like, I just did that. I'm amazing. And this is what happens. Then you get good at doing that thing. Then you stop being so good at eating after dinner. You start getting good at allowing the urge to eat after dinner. You start getting good at only having one glass of wine. You start getting good at anything you want to do, right? You start getting good at saying no when people ask you to do things you don't want to do. You start getting good at actually eating less at every meal instead of eating as much as you used to if you were an overeater. You start getting good at these new tiny little things. And when you get good at those things, those new daily habits, it changes your life. Because I'll tell you what happens. If you start getting good at that, you start feeling more like a badass, you will start to do other things in your life. And then what happens is, and let me just tell you this right out the, out the gate, at some point, you're not going to follow through. At some point, like me still to this day, imperfect Courtney <laughs> is going to be on the couch sometimes and get up and be like, I'm amazing. I've been eating so good. I am going to have this or that and I'll do it and I'll say, shit, I was getting so good at this and I'll say, it's okay. This is life and I'm in for all of it and it's not a problem. What happens is then you get right back on track. And the reason why I love to say this is sometimes in the space of wellness and weight loss and health, there is this idea out there that you get to this magical, mystical place where you don't really ever have to worry about food anymore because you've got it dialed, where you don't have to worry about wanting to overeat or you don't have to worry about feeling entitled anymore. And I believe that that's not true. I believe that you can get to a place where you are at the weight you want to be, you are at the fitness where you want to be, you're eating the way you want to be, and there are going to be days where you don't follow through with yourself. 
But the difference is, is when you have more and more and more days where you are on track, that's how you can maintain where you want to be. That's how you can get so good at doing the things you want to do on the day where you slip up, whether you have a headache or, and you don't work out or you, you know, or really have a, a moment where you're really sad and you turn to food to cope with it. The next day you're like, it's no problem right? Or maybe you just celebrate. On my birthday this year, I turned 46. I ate four cookies. I did have a stomach ache, but you know what? I didn't regret it. It's no problem because right now I'm just maintaining the beautiful life I've created. So it's never going to get to a point where you don't have your brain offering you bullshit thoughts. It's never going to get to a point where you eat perfectly all the time. It's never going to get to a point where you show up and work out every single day, even when you in the moment don't want to. But if we can get you good more of the time of creating these habits, can you imagine what effect that would have on your life? So that's the last thing I want to leave with you. You're never going to get to this magical place where your brain doesn't offer you these other ideas that you do not agree with. Your brain is going to be an asshole until the end, (laughs) okay? Your brain wants to keep you safe, but you don't want to be safe. You are meant for more and you want to go to your next level. I expect that I'm going to still have that resistance. I expect that when I have decided this is how I'm eating and I go to a party, that people are going to hand me a drink, even though I decided I didn't want to drink one. That someone's going to have my favorite dessert there and that's going to come up with me and I'm going to want that dessert. It's okay. It's not a problem because I've built the resiliency and I've built the trust with myself and I've gotten really good at living the way I want to live most of the time. So check in with yourself, see what you are getting good at and decide, do I want to continue to get better and better and better at these things? And I hope for you that this podcast was a game changer. Have a great Tuesday. If you are ready to create an even more amazing life for yourself, if you are ready to get clarity and get moving, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women privately one-on-one and am currently offering consultations to talk about working together. Click the link in the show notes or find me on social and at my website, CourtneyGrayCoaching.com.